This is Clutch Crew Sports. Hello and welcome to all. This is Zach here, back with another episode of Clutch Crew Sports. On this podcast, we discuss topics ranging from NBA, NFL, college football and basketball, as well as daily fantasy and fantasy football advice. This podcast is featured on Anchor.com, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, and more. For updates about the show, visit our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages at Clutch Crew Sports. Hello everybody, this is Zach, back here with another episode of Clutch Crew Sports. Today I'm joined by Connor and Eric, and we're going to be talking about our 2019 NBA free agency predictions. This is going to be kind of a similar video to the mock draft one we did a couple episodes back, where each of us is just going to kind of give our opinions and predictions on where we think certain top NBA players will where they will choose to play basketball next year. So it's going to be a fun episode. Eric's got a rant lined up in the middle, of, somewhere along uh, the free agents list. So he's going to be excited for that. And you then, know which yeah, free you, agent you, it will be on. You, you, won't know it, you won't know when it's coming. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the thing. You won't, you really you won't know. You might have it. a guess, though. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, we've got some current events to talk about with the U.S. women's national team, their victory over France, uh, final Carrie Blackshear update, and that finally, one <laughs> yes, a final. It's kind of a surprising one though, so it'll be interesting to talk about that. And before we start this, I do want to inform everybody that once you listen to this video, you you know. At least for me, anyways, when I listen to videos of groups talking, I always hear what each person says, and then I usually pick one that I identify the most with. So we're going to be kind of doing something similar to that, where Eric on our Twitter page is going to post a poll of which one of us do you agree with the most for just your overall picks. Because obviously, it's going to be pretty hard, you know, to find someone that has the exact 20 teams that you have but which one of us do you feel like got your list the most at you know somewhere <laughs> i mean well, Connor, you, 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 may, you may have won the mock draft predictions but that doesn't mean you're gonna win this too i, okay. say, I won the nfl <laughs> i won the nfl and the nba mock draft so yeah. I'm and on a roll with predictions right now <laughs> Eric, eric's running the the twitter account too that it'll be on so Hopefully the uh, followers don't show favoritism and. (laughs) (laughs) They're gonna pick me because they know I'm awesome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So with that being said, though, guys, let's get it started with number twenty. The thing will move. If that could actually work, (laughs) PowerPoint. Okay. Don't know why that took so long. Uh, so number 20, Paul Millsap here. Uh, last season, he played with the Nuggets. He's kind of an aging power forward. Bounced around to a couple different teams. But he has, I want to say, a $30 million team option. And this is kind of where the debate will be. is Will the Nuggets pick up the option or will he be a free agent? And 
I don't see the Nuggets picking up that option just because $30 is quite a bit to pay for somebody who is not playing as big of a role as he used to now. I know he's like their veteran and, you know, the only really old guy on the Nuggets team, but $30 is a lot for a player that doesn't play as much as he used to play. So I've got him going back to his former team, the Utah Jazz, as the most likely destination but honestly if if he doesn't re-sign with the nuggets then it's wide open uh i just picked the jazz because it's you know a nice story for him to go back to the team that he was once on and once a really good player for so that's my thoughts on Millsap. yeah if i'm being honest i i pretty much just went with zach on this because i i agree with him that i don't think he's gonna then you know he's gonna go back to the nuggets and i hadn't really heard any news or anything on uh where he could possibly go so and zach made his list before i did so i just kind of copied uh, okay. um, <laughs> copy <laughs> copy <laughs> well, well but yeah because i i was heavily considering the nuggets but then i was thinking to myself yeah i don't think so and obviously the nuggets are trying to win a championship after their performance last season and so do they really need to be shelling out 30 million to an aging player who like Zach said doesn't get the minutes or contribute as much as he should for that price. Yeah, well, see, I don't I don't think they're going to pick up the 30 million dollar player option either, but with him being an older veteran, he's going to want as long term of a deal as he can get. And so I think what Denver will try to do is offer him a fairly long term deal but at a lower rate of money. So it would be kind of a win-win for both sides because Paul Millsap would get a longer-term deal with long-term security that he'd be looking for, and Denver would be able to keep him on a little bit of a lower contract so they're not paying him a ridiculous amount like $30 million, but they get but they get to keep him for a little while as well. So if, if Denver is able to go that route and him and – if them and Millsap can come to an agreement, I think he'll stay in Denver. But otherwise, it's hard to predict where he'll end up. Yeah. Because if he, it, even if like it's not like clear cut if he leaves the Nuggets that he'll go to the Jazz. So th- this could be one that like all three of us get wrong. But yeah, well, I mean, I there's know. not as well, much news on him either. No, no, not. yeah, no one's you know really talking about like where's Paul Millsap gonna <laughs> go. Like, <laughs> that's obviously yeah. not the main talk. That's why he's number twenty, but. I, I think the Nuggets find a way to get it done and keep him. So that's why yeah. I picked them. Yeah. So on this list, you know, I was thinking about it. I, you know, you can break it down into like three tiers and this would be like the third tier of kind of like good role players. That that's what I'd call this tier. Good role players. Uh, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the second tier I would label as good starters. And then the first tier superstars so this is like the role players can be starters type of type of um, players for the 2019, 18, so on. But the next oh, one. Oh yeah, look at that. 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, JJ Redick is the next one on our list. You know, he's he's similar to Millsap, kind of an older player. Obviously, well known for his three point shooting. If it wasn't for his three-point shooting, he probably wouldn't be in the league any lo- anymore. 
because his defensive play has really gone downhill over the past couple of years. But, you know, the 76ers are a team that need three-point shooters since Ben Simmons has never even attempted a three-point shot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Embiid's not a great three-point shooter. I know he jacks him up, but his percentage isn't that great. He's like Draymond. Yeah. So Redick is, you know, he feels a need for him. I think he, since he's bounced around a bunch of teams, I know he's with Orlando, the Clippers, probably a few other that I haven't, that I don't even know of, but I think he just wants some stability. And, you know, the 76ers are one of the top teams in the East. So if he, you know, thinks that he can win a championship, I think it makes sense for him to stay as well. Yeah, yeah I, I think mean, I think he stays. I, I especially also think he stays because with I don't want to spoil future predictions, but the 76ers have a good amount of free agents this year, and I don't think they're going to be able to keep all of them. So I think that will leave them the room to be able to retain him at a decent price. And I don't think there's going to be any other team like offering him a large amount of money. So I agree, and I think he stays in Philly. Yeah, I mean, I agree with both you guys. You mentioned aging veteran. I remember watching him playing at Duke when I was growing up and hating his guts. <laughs> he'd always that was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I, same points that you guys made. I agree, he's going back to Philly. I, I just don't see anything crazy happening with him. Yep. Yeah, I think he's another one, though, where, like, if he doesn't, or if he doesn't stay in Philly, that there's no telling yeah. where he goes you know it's, it's yeah. going to be wide open yeah so as you guys can see for picks 18 and 17 here terry Ro- terry rogier and marcus Saul, we just a little you know we all have the same team for both of them we probably we have some different ones yeah yeah there's some different as i think the later on it goes the more differences come up but uh, as far as Gasol goes, I think he's got like a team option or something, and I'd be shocked if the Raptors don't pick him up. So it, it's not like he's well. He, he actually has a player option, oh, and player he's are he's already picked it up. So okay. well, unless like there's a foregone deal, conclusion here, unless there's some kind of deal where they're gonna like trade him or something, <laughs> like he's he's staying in Toronto yeah. for sure. Yeah. So th- this is that's like the easiest one out, out of all twenty of these, like. If that one ends up being wrong somehow, like I just give up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Rozier is going to be like a true free agent, though. Is he's definitely not going to be going back to Boston. Uh, he's made that pretty clear with him wanting to be a starting point guard on team, and he's going to finally get his chance for that. I believe it's going to be with the Knicks, as do these guys. The Knicks need a point guard, and. Uh, I just don't see them getting some of the other point guards that we have later on the list. So I think they're going to settle for Rozier. So. Yeah, unless yeah. unless the Knicks like somehow get Kyrie, I I think that's where Rozier is going to go as well. And I, I do apologize yeah, I before think... we go on if uh, if you hear a loud squeaking noise in I, the I background. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. It's crazy because it hasn't been doing this all night until like just now. My AC is <laughs> acting up. The belt is loose in there or something. So we haven't been able to get the apartment to look at it. So if that happens again, I apologize, viewers. 
Well, um, it's not going now, so hopefully it's stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, going, yeah, going back to Terry Rose here, I mean, I'm with you guys because I don't, I, think, I don't think the Knicks are going to get Kyrie or one of the other, or D'Angelo Russell because I think, well, spoilers ahead, I think they're going to get somebody else mm-hmm. who is going to take up all their money. So they're going to have to settle for Terry Rozier. Um, and then real quick before we move on, Eric, are you a fan of the owl neck tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> I will say this might be the part where you guys think the rant is coming, and it's not going to be here, but... It... <laughs> I, I, I would honestly like to know though what the de- or like what the decision or what the thought process was that led to that decision. <laughs> what I got an owl as a tattoo on my neck. Hmm. Yeah. Plus, that's just a weird spot to get a tattoo. Period. No matter what it is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving yeah, on. Mean, I don't, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> okay. So sixteen and fifteen. This is around the cutoff. I'd, I'd put Lopez in the role player type of role, but then I'd put Brogdon in the starting uh, tier. But two. Yeah, tier two. And so there's going to be a lot of Bucks players on this list. The Bucks have a, have a bunch of players that are free agents. And as far as Lopez goes, I just don't think the Bucks are going to prioritize him as much as they are Brogdon and Middleton since he's so much older than those two are. His upside isn't as great as uh, Brogdon, who I believe won Rookie of the Year a couple of years ago. So, And then they've got to pay Giannis will be a free agent next year. I, I feel like they're not going to be able to sign Lopez after he had such a great season last year. And a team that I think is going to get Lopez would be the Lakers because... They need three-point shooting. They need players, period. <laughs> so you just start a roster. a little thin right now. They've only got three people actually signed right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy how thin their roster is. And he, I think he'll work well with LeBron because, you know, LeBron needs shooters around him. They tried last year with, like, the playmaker strategy with Rondo and uh, some of the other Lonzo. <laughs> well, yeah, Lonzo's not a shooter. They didn't. They didn't have any shooters. Basically, their no. best shooter was like Casey LeBron. <laughs> yeah. So they got to get him shooters, and I believe they have familiarity with him because he was a former Laker before he came to Milwaukee. So I feel like, and then also for Brooks' standpoint, he's old. You know, the new super team of the league, the Lakers, could be a place he wants to go to win a title if he can't come back to Milwaukee so yeah th- this one's hard to predict I mean because as you said the Bucks have a lot of players hitting free agency it's going to be difficult for them to re-sign all of them I actually um, as you can see on the screen have the Bucks getting both Lopez and Brogdon back um, it's hard to say the problem is with all these rumors going around, the Lakers are linked to pretty much all of these players. <laughs> I mean, That's true. We don't really like know. Out of, like, out of this top 20, there's probably, like, 14 or 15 of them that people are saying the Lakers are targeting. And, obviously, the Lakers aren't going to be able to afford all of these players. So <laughs> They're going to afford I, at least one, though. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely getting somebody, but... I feel like with some other moves that they want to make, they're not going to be able to 
re or they're not going to be able to bring in Brooke Lopez as well with some of these other moves I think they're going to make. So I feel like the Bucks still have the best chance to re-sign him. But this is another one, though, that I feel like is similar to the Paul Millsap and J.J. Reddicks, where if they don't stay with their current team, that it's going to be almost impossible to predict where they go. Mm-hmm. So I just kept them on the Bucks. I don't feel necessarily super confident with this, but I feel like he's got the best chance to stay there. So, Well, I, I probably actually feel a little more confident than Eric does when I made this pick because right before I made it, I was reading around and obviously they want to pay Middleton and that's probably the most foregone conclusion is that they're going to spend the money to keep Middleton. And then you see I also have them keeping Brogdon because they were saying that he was going to be expensive and that was going to be the real kicker at that point was do they keep Brogdon or do they, do they keep Lopez? But from what I was reading, it seems like they've actually cleared up the cap space that they need to actually you know, keep Brogdon and then offer Brooke an, you know, a contract that is actually worthy or you know, something worth his time, not some mm-hmm. little rinky-dink contract that you know, uh, we want to keep you, but we can't really afford you, but we're a contender, so stay here. Yeah, um, yeah. like a hometown but, discount. Right, yeah. <laughs> and so, but from yeah, from what I was reading, it sounds like that they actually have gotten to the point where they've probably cleared up enough cap space that they can give Brooke, Brooke Lopez a good offer. So, and I think it's going to work out because they, I think they want to keep the team intact. So I think it'll work out. He'll stay in Milwaukee. Yeah, so we all have Brogdon coming back to Milwaukee. He's a young player. They don't want to give up on him. Uh, I know they paid a lot of money to uh, Eric Bledsoe, but Brogdon, when he's healthy, he's a major contributor for them. So, that I mean, we all have Milwaukee bringing back Brogdon. Um, not... You know, most yeah, I don't. I don't think it's not really, like a, it's I don't not think there's much, much really to that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so fourteen and thirteen here. Julius Randle and Al Horford. Now Horford definitely is, you know, most likely not going back to Boston. Randle, I, I think he pretty much gave Boston the finger. Actually, yeah, in like a in an article well, I read that he basically said that they offered him something and he was just like, no, like I don't want to be here. <laughs> Wow, it was, it was uh, like when you lowball somebody in NBA two K, and they're like, "This player rejected the offer." They don't even say <laughs> they don't even say they're considering the offer. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, "You suck." Sometimes they, yeah, like you said, they they'll just reject it and be like, "Well, I'm no longer negotiating with this team or something." So, mm-hmm. but Julius Randle is an interesting one, and I was really surprised that out of that we all picked the Bulls here. Because I saw a lot of, this was like I'm not that confident in this pick and it, it doesn't seem like a clear cut one to me. So I was shocked that we all had yeah. run out of tools, but I was pretty close to not picking him going to Chicago. I actually originally had him going to Phoenix, but with some other moves that I have at the top, I was thinking, well, at this point I don't know if they'll be able to afford him now, so yeah, I originally had him going to Phoenix, but I switched it to Chicago because of some future picks. I, I, I do think the Bulls can offer him the most money between Phoenix and I think Sacramento's maybe another team that wants him. But uh, 
And I think he'd fit well with the Bulls. Uh, it just seems like I, I I can't really explain why I went with the Bulls pick here, but I'm not that confident on it. But I don't think he's coming back to New Orleans. So I'm I'm pretty confident with the pick of the Bulls, just mainly because from what I've been seeing, you see with all these big name free agents that we haven't gotten to yet that the main rumors are either whatever team they're currently on the Lakers, the Knicks or the Nets with like all of them. (laughs) You don't, you don't see, you don't see the bulls and any of them except for Julius Randall. And I, I feel like the only, the only team I feel like he might go to other than the bulls would be if he stays with the Pelicans, if they give him a great offer, maybe he stays there. But otherwise, I think the Bulls are going all in on him instead of trying to target one of the top tier guys first and then settle for him as a backup. I think they're going all in on him. So I think he goes to the Bulls ultimately. And I actually do feel fairly confident about this one. Okay. So now we go to Al Horford. And this one is probably the least confident out of everybody because yeah. <laughs> nobody knows where he's going. I looked up articles and stuff like the mystery man of the free agency is Al Horford because there's like 10 teams on the list that he could go to and we really have no idea. There's been no like Woge bombs or... Yeah, you know, there's no there's, front runners or anything yeah. like that. It's so interested teams is like 10 teams. So yeah, it's crazy. I, and I even saw the magic on the list too. And I was like, what? Huh? That one, I feel pretty confident is not. Yeah, happening. no. <laughs> so the fact he's all over the place and the Pacers have one, they're one of the teams with the most amount of cap space. So if he, was insulted so much by the Celtics on their like low ball offer. I guess I don't. I I feel like the Pacers won't low ball him because they have so much money to spend, and they could use him. You know, they're a, they're a playoff team. They they had the five seed uh, last year, and they actually played pretty well in their. Play- they got swept, but it was a close sweep. Like all the games were within. <laughs> there is such a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like. Because they had leads in those games, too, that they gave up at the end. It's crazy they didn't win any of them and they got swept, but they were competitive in all four games. And they're a team that overachieves, or they've been overachieving the past couple of years that nobody really talks much about. But they have so much cap space, I think that's who I you know, feel like he should go to. But as where where he might, yeah, I mean, it could be anywhere, so... Yeah, I actually, when I made my list, when I was trying to figure out where I, he was probably one of the last ones I finished because like Zach said, it's really hard to predict where he's going to go. But I actually came down to the Kings and the Pacers as my last two teams for him. And I, I almost picked the Pacers, but I read, even though the Kings are about to have an agreement to sign Harrison Barnes to this ridiculously bad contract, <laughs> which this could actually also potentially have been. Barnes isn't even in our top 20. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand if for the, if for those of you that are watching this, that don't know, we don't have a PowerPoint of it, but this, as of this moment, the, it is believed that the Kings are coming to an agreement with Harrison Barnes on a four year, $90 million contract. I mean, that's 
almost Dope. 23 almost 23 million a year to a guy who averages like 13 points a game yeah okay i'm calm down because i uh, (laughs) i like him for being a unc guy but i know he's not that good (laughs) i've gotta i've gotta i gotta save my energy for the rant later this this believe it or not this is not almost rants here yeah (laughs) well see i'm trying i'm trying to have the viewers to be like not sure be like is this one he's gonna rant no not yet yeah but but anyway i read that's why initially i didn't pick the kings at first for Al Horford, but then I read a, I've read some reports where even despite that Harrison Barnes contract, they have the room to bring in Al Horford if they want to. And I know the Kings are trying to, you know, get into a win now mode because of their fairly good season last year, even though they didn't make the playoffs, they came pretty close and this is the closest they've been in a while. So I think they're trying to push it's been to a while too. Yeah, I think they're trying to push. <laughs> when we say a while, we mean a the, while. <laughs> their fans are starving. I mean, they're it's reminding me of the Jaguars when we had over you know about a decade of not making the playoffs finally being well, broken. How about the Bills? Like, yeah, that, that's what the that's what the Kings are trying to get to right now. And I, to me, it would be whatever team signs Al Horford. To me, it would be a bit of a mistake. Not that he's not a good player, but to give an aging veteran that's played as many seasons as he has a four-year, hundred-million-dollar deal to me is going to hurt whatever team signs him in the long run. But you know, for a team like the Kings trying to make that push to make the playoffs, maybe it's not a bad idea. So, but again, I'm not going to if if he doesn't go to the Kings, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm shocked. You know, I'm not, I won't be shocked yeah. if he doesn't go there, but that's just kind of what I, those are just kind of the pieces I put together that led to me picking the King. So that's why I'm different than you yeah, guys. But if he goes to the Pacers or one of these other teams that's interested, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to be any shocked. Any team so. other than Boston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. If he goes to Boston, I'll be shocked. Yeah. No, I mean, we, okay. I, 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 I'm the same with Eric here about like, you know, it was between the Kings and the Pacers. And so I, you know, and, and it was actually after I read that you were talking about the Harrison Barnes deal that I was like, Oh, well, okay. I think I'll have him going to the Pacers then because, you know, they're showing all this money for Harrison Barnes. And again, it's one of those things that this is probably the most likely pick on this list that we're going to get wrong. So Yeah. Yeah, um, we don't know. So unlike that last pick where it's the mystery man, the next two are pretty much done deals. Um, I haven't heard an official thing from Middleton yet uh, where he's for sure going to be going back to the Bucks, but the Bucks would be foolish to not, you know, I mean, he's going to get a lot of money because he made an all-star team last year. Same thing with Vucevic. He, uh, he made an all-star team last year. So now he's, you know, his market has drastically uh, gone up. So he, he, these guys are both going to get big contracts and I think they're both going to go back to their former teams and both teams want, want these guys back. So the magic already have a contract in the works with Vucevic, don't they? Yeah. It's been reported that, They've been negotiating, I think, a four-year 
90 mil, something like the Barnes one. The Harrison Barnes contract. <laughs> I, I don't think it's exactly that. Let me type in uh, his name here. Oh, it is. Four years, 90 million. Um, so that's what the all the speculation is. And I mean, this is, you know, pretty recent too. just a couple of hours ago, as you guys can see on the screen here, these Bleacher Report and Yahoo Sports are reporting it. So it's this is one where it's you know, I'd be shocked if he doesn't come back. But Middleton, I haven't heard much from, but I'd just be surprised if he ended up leaving. And then if he did leave, it's a crapshoot where he goes. So, yeah, I I agree that I I would be shocked if either of these players were to leave the current team that they're on. Middleton. I've heard that I don't I haven't heard like a specific offer the Bucks are giving him, but I'm sure out of the three free agents that he's the highest priority. So mm-hmm. if they're yeah, already planning was... to if they're already planning to sign the other two, I don't see why he wouldn't be staying as well. So yeah, I, that, that was whereas what with I read. the whereas with the Al Horford one, we all feel like it's really up in the air. These two, I mean, you, Zach, would you be willing to double lock both of these? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would double lock last the... time. I'll give a double lock to uh, to Vucevic, but I'm not gonna. I'll just single lock Middleton, just because I haven't, you know. Hasn't been I, I mean, if you're not gonna do it, I'll double lock Middleton because everything I've read has been that he's the number one priority for the Bucks. Like in their minds, they could forget Brogdon and and Lopez. They need to get Middleton back, so I'll double lock Middleton. My okay. my double lock is going to be Mark Gasol. <laughs> <laughs> the one that you said is already uh, yeah, the, the one that's accepted as player. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. one that's accepted as player option already. Like I, I'm um, I'm double locking him. I'll triple lock him. Triple lock. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> All right, yeah. So we're getting to the top ten here. Uh, D'Angelo Russell and Kristaps Porzingis are ten and nine on our list. And this is kind of, you know, two totally different situations because Kristaps Porzingis is deserving of a, a lock of some sort of coming, staying back with the Mavericks. I, you know, you don't make that trade unless you that the Mavericks made with the Knicks last season if you don't plan on bringing him back. And it seems like, you know, he it's not like he's throwing a fit and saying I'm not going to sign with you guys it seems like they're going to they're going to be mutually uh, signing but that contract that Eric reported earlier that they could have is going to be I, I don't know how I feel about it because he's got those injury concerns and uh, we'll see we'll see how it, he his yeah, he's, had, he's had off the court issues too yeah you know getting I, mean? I, I would be and stuff. I understand why because when he's healthy and playing well he is a great talent out of considering Mm -hmm. i guess out of most of the players in the nba he would be a you know pretty high top tier player but with all these injuries and off-court concerns i would be especially with nba contracts being fully guaranteed i would have a hard time 
I think I want to say it's five years, $158 million. I mean, that's over 30 million a year. That's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> wish I had that. Yeah. I wish I had 158 yeah. million to go around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, it's going to be interesting to see how this works out, but this isn't, that's another one though, that barring just something crazy is going to be a, another double log type of prediction. Whereas D'Angelo Russell it's Not so still much. it's still fairly <laughs> yeah. up in the air on what's oh, going to yeah. happen with him. Yeah. So, I yeah. I have him going. I have him going to the Lakers, uh, as you can see. For those of you that are watching this on YouTube, Zach and Connor both have him going to the Suns. But I don't think have Zach and it, I picked different yet. Uh, Lopez, we had different. Yeah, okay. I was wondering. So I'm I, like, <laughs> that might be the only one so far. Did you, did you just copy paste my list, man? <laughs> no, trust me. The, the, the ones higher up on the list. You admitted. Are uh, you admitted number twenty, though. You you went off the jazz. I did. Pick. I did admit. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, no. Okay. Plus the one. The ones higher up okay. on the list are different too. Yeah, that's true. You got some yeah. different for sure. I I had D'Angelo Russell going to the Lakers. Now there's been a big rumor that. Kawhi is going to go to the Lakers and I, for the life of me, am praying that that doesn't happen. <laughs> I just don't know. I'll tell you Kawhi, why that won't happen later. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if Kawhi like, truly wants to go there, but I've got this pick based on the fact that I hope that Kawhi does not go to the Lakers. And if, if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, then I'm definitely getting this one wrong because they're not going to be able to, bring in both yeah. of these guys obviously so i think if they don't if the lakers don't get Kawhi, though d'angelo russell is going to be their next target and so that's why i have the lakers for yeah. d'angelo yeah. russell yeah I, I agree with that and i i would have had the phoenix suns too but i don't know unless like a recent development came out but because i had heard the suns were going after him but then after the moves they made in the draft and with some of the trades they did i wasn't even sure if they had the cap space to be able to bring him in now so that is going to make things interesting there yeah i mean i'm with you about the whole yeah, Lakers I, thing that you know i thought that he, he there's a good chance he could go to the lakers you know interesting story that they drafted him and then let him exactly, go exactly yeah. but you know i i think the suns are i i just picked the suns because I heard about them going after him, and I hadn't actually heard about what you just mentioned with the other stuff and cap problems. So, yeah, well, the thing with D'Angelo Russell is, is I'm not sure exactly he's going to the Suns, but I definitely feel like he's not going to the Lakers. Not because I have Kawhi going to the Lakers. I just feel like you know Eric mentioned earlier the Lakers are considered targets for all these people so unsurprisingly he's a target for the lakers because he's a good player uh put the two and two together and he's a target for the lakers but um but no i i can't see any and he's where he goes back to the team that drafted him that gave up on him traded him for basically nothing and it just seemed it'd just be weird for him to go back to that you know just doesn't seem right plus if I were him, I wouldn't want to go there either because, you know, he's not going to be the kind of player that he was in Brooklyn because he had the ball a lot in Brooklyn. You know, he was their primary scorer, their primary ball handler. If he 
goes to the Lakers, he's going to lose all those rights. He's going to be instantly the third man. Uh, some would debate Kuzma's even going to have a bigger role than he would. So if I were him, unless I was getting like a super long-term deal with the Lakers, I wouldn't want to risk a short-term deal with them and then losing your high status that he has right now because after that, you know, he was a sixth man of the year candidate in Brooklyn. But if he goes to the Lakers, I see him falling off the map completely. I think it'd be a bad signing for the Lakers. So in a way, I guess I, as a person that doesn't want the Lakers to win, I'd be fine with him going there. But (laughs) which is odd because he's number 10 on the list. But I I feel like the Suns are more of a fit for him. And the Suns are building a, a nice young team down there. In Phoenix, I know they had the drafts. They had a bad draft this year, but they've got Aiton. Should have stuck with Kobe White and uh, Booker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they they've got, but they still got a lot of young players there. I think he fit well into that team, and and they definitely have a need for him. So, moving on now to numbers to number eight and seven on our list, we got Tobias Harris and Demarcus Cousins, and. This is, I guess, where things kind of get different. Well, two. Okay, so with Tobias Harris, I've got him going to the Kings. Uh, I don't feel too confident in this. I just feel like, I just feel like Philly is not going to be able to keep him because I saw somewhere that Philly made him an offer that he didn't like. So I feel like he's not going to be similar to the Horford thing. Not as dramatic as as that was, but. I do feel like Philly's trying to lowball him, and I feel like he knows that if he doesn't, you know, I think he can get more money from a team like the Kings, like Eric said earlier, that are kind of desperate to win now. And they might, and this is where I have the Kings throwing the bag. I have them throwing the bag at Tobias Harris instead of Horford. So that that's my reasoning behind this pick. That's interesting. I had not heard about the 76ers lowballing him per se. I, I had not heard that. So that could make me feel differently about my decision. But the reason why I picked him going to the 76ers, as I had mentioned, I felt like there was somebody that the 76ers were not going to be able to keep. And obviously we have already all predicted that they keep JJ Reddick. So for me, it was Jimmy Butler and I feel like if they're not going to be able to keep him, then they'll be able to give Tobias Harris the offer that he would want to be able to stay with the team. So I've still got him sticking with Philly, but kind of similar to Zach. I don't, this is definitely not a double lock or anything. I don't feel a hundred percent confident saying <laughs> that. So, but I, I'm, I'm sticking with the, I'm sticking with the 76ers. Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with the 76ers too, because like Eric, I don't think the 76ers are going to be able to hold on to Jimmy Butler. So I, they should have the money, theoretically, to give him an offer that he would like and take and would want to stay with them. So, But also, like these guys, not terribly confident in this pick. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Another really quick thing as to why I have him going to the Kings is if you haven't followed Tobias Harris's career a lot, he's only been playing... He hasn't been playing in the league very long. I believe like seven years or something, but he's been on five different teams. Like he got drafted by, I want to say either Milwaukee or Detroit. And then he went to Orlando and then he went to either Milwaukee or Detroit. 
like if he got drafted by Milwaukee, then he went to Detroit or vice versa. And then he went to the Clippers and then was traded to the 76ers. So he's bounced around from team to team. And I feel like he's got no problem with that. Like, I feel like it's just another team for him. <laughs> it's like it's a his goal to so play on all 30 teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a journeyman. It's crazy how, how often he gets traded. Uh, he's, a, he's a really good player, but I don't know. Uh, he's going to be that Ryan think, Fitzpatrick that, of the NBA. And <laughs> or that Josh McCown. <laughs> yeah, Josh yeah. McCown. Uh, so, so number seven now, DeMarcus Cousins. I've got him going to the Knicks, and I don't think this is going to be a great signing for the Knicks because of his injuries and all the injuries he's had. You know, the Knicks seem to throw a lot of money at a player that you're kind of like, this is a, this is a contract or this is a signing I think that's would be very new. New York Nick like to give a lot of money to DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, that, that, but that's, and they have a need for him, obviously. I'm sure he'd be fine going into a big market like that, being like the number one player on that team. So uh, that's, I guess, my reasoning for why I've got him going to the Knicks. Yeah, I just, I have him going to the Knicks, just, but I agree with Zach too that I think. I think it's going to be a mistake whatever team signs him unless they're doing like a prove-it deal kind of a thing. But if any team, whether it's the Knicks or anybody else, if they sign him to a long-term deal or even if it's a one-year deal worth like a ton of money, I feel like they're going to regret that because I don't feel like he necessarily proved when he was in Golden State that he could stay healthy and perform at a high level. He did really did not have a great season last year. So I don't know. I think whatever team he goes to, it's going to be a mistake, but I, I just, I mainly picked the Knicks because from the reports I've reading, I, for the, from the reports I've been reading, I I'm hearing that they're highly interested in him. So that's why I picked the Knicks. So it's a very Nick like so, thing. <laughs> yeah. But so Connor, why, Connor, why do you have him going to the Clippers? Mainly, it's it's mainly a response to uh, higher up picks that you know, I have the Knicks getting somebody else. And so that way, I don't think they're going to be able to afford DeMarcus Cousins. And same with the Clippers. I think they're going to miss out on somebody that they might have. A chance. Uh, so, Connor, we I'm can't really that's hear why you I've got too well right now. Clipper going to be have to be that. Hold on. Um, but yeah, I think that with the Clippers, it's going to be. Is that better? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's okay. good for the moment. <laughs> okay. Yeah, having some connection issues here. So, but yeah, with the Clippers, I think that like I said, I think the. Next Knicks are not going to have enough money for him, and I think that the Clippers are going to miss out on somebody else. So okay. this is going to be their big free agent signing. Gotcha. All right, so six and five here. Jimmy Butler, Clay Thompson. We'll just go ahead and say Clay Thompson. We all said it's going to be a warrior. Believe the Warriors are going to give him the max. I think they, they said they I were think going they, to offer. Yeah, they him. said they gave him the max, so no need to really talk about him. Butler, though, is an interesting one because he's been linked to a lot of different teams. I see you guys are thinking the Rockets, but 
This is the 176, oh, I guess, uh, Reddick I had staying with them. But, see, I just feel like Jimmy Butler, I know he's, you know, kind of flirting with the Rockets and everything and the Lakers maybe and such. But, I mean, he he can get the most money with the 76ers, and I feel like it's the best place for him to be. I don't think he would do well in Houston with James Harden. I don't see that working out well. Like, I see it being kind of, you know, why this guy's like, you know, he fought his way out of Minnesota. You know, he doesn't get along well with certain types of players. And I don't feel like he'd get along well at all with Harden. And so why, you know, I guess he's from around Houston. But still, to me, I just think the 76ers make the most sense for him. They can offer him the most money. And I feel like that they should. They don't really, I don't think, have an incentive to do like a sign and trade deal. To me, I don't know what they'd get in return. Uh, Clint Capella, why would they want him? Because they have Embiid. So I, I just don't see that happening. And, and I see Jimmy Butler coming to his senses that the Sixers are the best team for him. So. Yeah, I, I have him going to the Rockets with a, with a sign and trade. So if he really once out of Philly, that could be his way to still get the most money because he could essentially sign a long-term deal with the 76ers, get the max amount of money that he could possibly get and then trade him to Houston. Now, the only way Houston can do this then is if they free up a lot of cap room, which from what I'm hearing, they're trying to trade Capella. They're trying to trade Eric Gordon and they're trying to trade PJ Tucker. So, I don't know how this is all possibly going to work, but I just don't know if Jimmy Butler really wants to be in Philadelphia anymore. I've heard that he's had clashes with Embiid, and um, but he's had he's been having a lot of problems on every team he's been on. So I don't know if it's him or the other players on the team, but because he had this, the bad relationship it a couple of times, it sounds like it should be him. Yeah, he's had he had a rough relationship <laughs> at like, the end with the Bulls, and then he. Ball. Yeah, like you said, he fought his way out of Minnesota. He didn't want to be there anymore. And then now I've heard that him and Embiid have been have clashed at times. And I don't know, man. I don't know if I used to really, really like Jimmy Butler, but I don't know how I feel now after some of these other things that have happened. And I do agree with Zach in the sense that I don't think being in Houston would necessarily be the greatest move for him. But sometimes when these superstars like one out, like, they'll do whatever they have to do. So I don't know. I, this is just what I feel like is going to happen. It's not necessarily what I think would be the best thing for him to do or what he should do or whatever, but it's just, but since this is a prediction thing, this is what I think is going to yeah. happen. Okay. So, yeah. 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 I'm, <clears throat> I'm predicting like Eric, that he goes to Houston on a sign and trade. So that can, like I said, that's his out from Philadelphia that since he seems to want out from Philadelphia. So he, this is probably what's going to happen, whether, you know, if he wants it to happen or not. But if he wants to get out of Philadelphia, then he might just have to take the lesser of two evils in his mind. And in his mind, Houston would be the lesser of two evils. All right. So now we're going now down comes to, to and me crying. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Connor. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead yeah. and share your thoughts on Kimball Walker, man. Uh, Let it out. Man. Well, 
Rest in peace, Charlotte Hornets. Let's just get that out right now. Um, there goes any hope we had of having a season with him because it's obviously not confirmed yet, but it's apparently the Celtics have offered him something that he can't refuse, and that's what he wants to do. But I don't get I just actually read this. This was after we made our picks, and after we, in our little Facebook chat, Zach had messaged that he was going to go to Boston. And... I after that I was reading an article where apparently for those of you who don't know Michael Jordan is the GM or I don't know if he's the GM but he's, one he's of the, the owner he's yeah the he's owner. like the owner of the yeah he's the owner of the Charlotte Hornets and so yeah apparently Michael Jordan gave him this like five year one hundred and sixty million dollar deal which is obviously not the max which. In my mind, why don't you offer him the max? He is the guy. He's the franchise. I mean, you don't have a franchise without him. So, and yeah, Michael Jordan apparently just offered him this absurdly low deal. And Kemba was just completely like, wow, so you don't value me at all. And so that's when he decided that he wasn't going to come back to Charlotte. And Boston apparently gave him the best deal. So, yeah, Michael Jordan, he may be the GOAT when it comes to playing but in the front office not so much so <laughs> well, I'm, not I'm the wondering if like because connor you've said that like they might like be relocating or something like i wonder if they're having like financial issues where they can't offer him the max like yeah i mean i don't know i, I think they can i think yeah. they have the money i think i just said that because it's not. I don't know if it's as much of a money issue. It's more of a fan issue. Like oh, okay. Char- Charlotte's just not a great market for basketball, apparently. Pro basketball. For pro, yes. yeah, for pro basketball. I think it's because the state is just. You know, North Carolina has so many good college teams. Yeah. That people just aren't interested in pro basketball. So, yeah, I think it's more so the area. I don't think it's the finances. From from what okay. I read, it was just Michael Jordan gave him that low offer, and okay. he was like, "Really, like." <laughs> you're not going to offer me the max or even something not even close to the max, like five, five year, 160, the max is five year, 221. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're shaving off $60 million there and, or $50 million, which is pretty much like what other teams can offer him around, you know? Right. Yeah. So his, yeah, his whole incentive for staying in Charlotte because you can make more money is now gone. And yep. so if he doesn't have that incentive, then why would you stay with a team that's probably going to fail? Why you should go to a team that you can, you know, build and have some success on. So, yeah, yeah, so, that's, that's my that's my rip Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's Connor's rant. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we all have Kemba going to Boston and he's going to be replacing Kyrie Irving, who we all have going to the Nets. This seems like an all-but-done deal. Uh, Kyrie, I believe, is from Brooklyn. And it just... This came out a little while ago where the Nets were the front runners for him. At one point, Knicks were the front runners maybe for him, but now the Nets have moved past them. It looks Talk to be like... running to LeBron. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, there's no way he goes, goes back <laughs> to LeBron. That, that would never happen. Um, but watch it happen and then i just said that <laughs> we, but, we just uh, pretty much locked down that he's going to Brooklyn yeah and we find out oh wait well, he's i mean going to Los Angeles. it would be <laughs> i mean i guess i wouldn't be fully shocked with what some of these players do in the nba that's but true, is, for true. somebody who wanted to get away from lebron so bad in cleveland i 
it would be such a head scratcher if he goes back to LA. Like mm-hmm. you wanted to get away from this guy so bad, but now you're gonna rejoin him. Because I can't win without him. (laughs) And I've seen a lot of people on Twitter that have thought he might go there. And I'm like, it doesn't really make sense to me. But then again, you never know. So, (laughs) Okay, guys. And for the moment you've all been waiting for, the screen with Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard, the two best free agents in this class. Where will they go? (laughs) 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 Dun-dun-dun-dun. All right. So... For the podcast listeners that didn't just see this uh, list come up on their screens, we've got Kawhi for Kawhi Leonard. I've got him going to the Clippers. Eric's got him going to the Raptors, and Connor's got him going to the Lakers. Kevin Durant, I uh, Eric and I both have him going to the Nets, and Connor has him going to the Knicks. And I guess we'll start with Kawhi here. My reasoning with the Clippers is I believe he does want to go to Los Angeles. I think he's, you know, by winning the championship with Toronto, I feel like he's, you know, already exceeded expectations there. And it just seems to me like when he wanted out of San Antonio, he wanted to go to L.A. He wanted to go back to his home. Uh, And with LeBron being a Laker, I don't see Kawhi as the type that goes and makes a super team. And I know Eric will talk about this a little bit, but I just don't see him as that type. I think the Clippers are a better run team. They're like the smaller market there. Kawhi is not a big personality. I don't think he wants to be necessarily the, you know, the the big star. He just wants to play basketball. And the Clippers, I think, have a better run basketball organization with Jerry West as their GM or some sort of president or something. Uh, I feel like the the Clippers... I mean, the Clippers made the playoffs last year. The Lakers didn't. They have a much better team right now. Over like, I feel like he could go there and battle against the Lakers and fight against LeBron would be better for his legacy. And honestly, I believe that's more his personality suiting to be with the Clippers. So I know that there's a lot of news lately that he's meeting with the Lakers, but he's still meeting with the Clippers and Raptors. And Mm -hmm. if I had to pick a number two team, I'd pick the Raptors just because they can give him more money. But well, if there's one, since I know Eric wants to talk about this more in depth, I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Is that we, there's one thing we do know, and that is probably very, very likely. I mean, double lock here. It's going to be one of these three teams mm-hmm. because he's going to meet with the Clippers. He's going to meet with the Lakers. And when it comes to the Lakers, you know, LeBron James, Anthony Davis are going to be there to try and pitch to him. And he's even talked about wanting to meet with Magic Johnson, which Magic officially can't meet with him through the organization. But Magic said that he would if, you know, you just meet him somewhere if they wanted to talk about it. Go to, like, Starbucks or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he's going to meet with both of them. But the interesting thing about his situation is that he did say that he would let the Raptors have the final offer in his sweepstakes. So whatever the Clippers and the Lakers come out with to offer him, the Raptors are going to get the last word. And obviously there's the incentive, more money. You know, he just won a championship there. He's 
getting used to the area, but I've just heard so much news about that he is so interested in signing with the Lakers. And who know? I know he's not a big personality, and I know I I'm with Zach. I don't think that's his thing, but I don't know, man. I've just seen so much stuff around him. You know, all this news, not just hype, but like him actually saying that he wants to go to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's my reasoning. And this is why I don't. This is why I had the Clippers taking Demarcus Cousins because. I don't think the Clippers are going to get Kawhi, and so I think they're going to have to settle for Cousins. Yeah, I'm going with the Raptors. As Zach said, they can offer him the most money. And to me, if I also just, while generally with all these picks, I kind of did it based on my predictions of what I think will happen. I was a little different with this one. May. Because I, a couple of days ago, I would definitely not have had the Lakers on there. I would have been debating between the Raptors and the Clippers. But now that all the stuff that the Lakers has come out, I'm not going to be surprised if he goes there. But if I'm Kawhi Leonard personally, first of all, the Raptors can offer me more money than anybody else. So I would be highly considering of that. As Connor said, just won a championship there with this team. You also, if you stay, if he stays in Toronto, will have the support of an entire country behind him. I, I don't know why he wouldn't want that. I don't know. To me, it makes the most sense for him to stay there. And also, the mo- another moment you may have all been waiting for was my rant. I'm ranting because one thing. This is one thing I've always hated about basketball over the last few years and why football is, is, I mean, football is always going to be number, my number one sport regardless, but definitely it's basketball has even slipped because of this type of stuff. This whole stuff with like players meeting up together and colluding and forming the super teams and all the stuff. I hate it. I, it, it just drives me insane. I I don't like this era. I don't like these players teaming up and working together. Like, hey, let's be best friends and form this team of all-stars together. When I was a kid watching basketball, you would not have seen this. Like when Michael Jordan and the Bulls were losing to the Pistons in the playoffs, you didn't see Michael Jordan be like, well, I guess I'm going to go to the Pistons now so that I can win me a championship. <laughs> or you didn't see him, you know, call some other superstar and be like, hey, we want to beat the Pistons, so let's team up and join this other guy who's an all-star on his team and all form a super team together so that we can beat the Pistons. I just – but that's what goes down today. Ever since LeBron left the Cavaliers and got Chris Bosh to go with him to the Heat to join D. Wade – this has been a thing in the NBA, and most of it, even still to this day, centers around LeBron. I'm as great as a, as great of a player as LeBron is and has been throughout his career. I'm honestly not going to miss him when he's gone. I mentioned when we did our top ten list that if I could have Kobe and Shaq back, I would. Even though I hated them being on the Lakers back in the day, I wouldn't mind watching them play again if they could come back in their prime. But when LeBron's gone, I'm not going to be upset because 
this whole forming super team thing, it ruins the NBA. It it sucks every, every year when there's 30 teams and there's only two to four realistic contenders that you could say could maybe win the championship. I mean, who realistically wants... I mean, I don't have a local team that I'm... I'm not a hardcore fan of any team, but, you know, like Zach, who's been a fan of the Magic for a while, it'd be really hard to be excited as a Magic fan every year, knowing that even if when they have a fairly good team, that they're not going to be able to compete with a team like how the Warriors were back in the day or the Heat, you know, a few years ago and things like that. It would just, it would suck. And... Like That's the Hornets the, not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, even if <laughs> even if the Hornets retained Kemba Walker, what realistic chance would they have of beating this Lakers team if Kawhi Leonard goes there? <laughs> yeah. Realistic, realistically, yeah. put put them in a best of seven series, even with Kemba Walker. What do you think is going to happen? The Hornets are going to get swept in a blowout. Yeah. So, I if Kawhi Leonard goes to the Lakers, I'm going to hate it, and. It's crazy because at one point, probably I had probably a list of like top five favorite players, and I've it's at the point where really the only one that I still like is Kawhi Leonard. But if he goes to the Lakers, that's basically going to be over. I don't know why you would want to go where you were on a team where you're the MVP of the team, you win a championship with that team, but then you're going to. Go that, that to, would be the first. That, I don't think that's ever happened before. Yeah, Just you're gonna. You're yeah, gonna, I don't think so. You're <laughs> gonna go to another team where you're at best going to be the second fiddle, maybe even the third fiddle on the team. You're not going to be considered the best player if you win the championship. You're not going to get the credit. It's going to be LeBron. Le- LeBron's going to get all the credit. See, this is what happens with LeBron's teams too. If if they win. LeBron gets all the credit. If they lose, it's well the other players didn't step up. The other really, players sucked. <laughs> yeah, the other yeah, he needs more help. You know, he, even with all stars on his team, he needs more help. You know, he didn't have enough help. So you really, if you're, I mean, if you're Kawhi Leonard, how are you not thinking about that? So I'm just hoping what it is is that he's kind of trolling the Lakers a little bit and making them think he's going to go there to get their mind off of other players or something, and then. <laughs> After wow, he that's after he and then I'm hoping after he meets with the Raptors, you know, he'll come out and be like, yeah, this is where I wanted to be all along. Or even if he goes to the Clippers, I wouldn't be as upset with that because it's not like they have a team of all star players. They have a good team, but you know, they don't have two of the arguably top five best players in the NBA on their team. So if you wanted to go to the Clippers and try to win a championship there, I wouldn't be that upset but i just don't get how in his mind he could want to go to any other team except for to stay in toronto you know to me I, but if he goes to the lakers we're done it, it, it makes we're it makes up. you yeah it, it may i mean it to me unless you're if Kawhi goes to the lakers to me if you're a fan of any other team besides the lakers it would just make you not want to watch the nba you've got three of the five best players on the same team. I mean, that's just, I don't know. I don't have Anthony Davis in my top five, but he might not be top five, but I mean, top 10 for sure. And then everybody would have LeBron up there and Kawhi up there. So it's just, this would be just unreal if this happened. And also if I'm (laughs) Kawhi Leonard too, I'm thinking, 
okay, when LeBron left Cleveland and went to the Heat and made that super team there, look at all the backlash he got for that. When Kevin Durant, who was on the Thunder team that were up 3-1 to one on the Warriors, but then lost the series, then went and joined the Warriors, look at all the backlash he got. I mean, Kevin Durant still faces backlash to this day because of that. Do you really want that on your legacy that you left a team that you won a championship with and joined a super team? I wouldn't, but you know, what do I know about making basketball decisions like this? (laughs) I'm just using using logic. I don't know, but so there's my rant for this episode, guys. It's crazy because I actually wasn't going to rant. That was a pretty huge rant too. (laughs) When we were, when we, when we were first planning this episode, I was like, well, I don't really have anything I would want to rant about. I guess we're going to have a, rantless episode here and then it like news was breaking all over twitter this morning that Kawhi leonard was yeah. seriously considering the lakers and i was like okay change plans <laughs> I got i've it. got something yeah okay. I, I i i know what i'm upset about so uh, yeah i'm gonna let these guys take over for a little bit i gotta i gotta okay. calm down <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about we'll switch to kevin durant now. <laughs> um, very brief unfortunately yeah. sorry kevin we know you're good but <laughs> uh so woj you know, did a little report or he, he tweeted a little while ago that uh, KD is going to meet with the Nets, the Knicks and the Warriors. So it seems like those are the three choices he's got. I know back when he left OKC, he met with a bunch more teams like the, I think he met with the Heat, the Clippers, the Celtics, a bunch of Thunder, Warriors, a bunch of teams. But it seems like he's down to three here. And to me, I go kind of like through process of elimination through Kevin Durant's thinking like Kevin Durant. So I think he's obviously going to miss the next year. So you throw that as a wash. And if he wanted to go back to the Warriors, I think he would have already you know, committed to that. I think well, he, he declined would've... the player option. He declined, so... the, he declined the player option. So that was my telling sign, like, oh, I don't think... I, I mean, the Warriors are in the mix, but I don't think they're leading the mix. And then it comes down to the Nets and Knicks. And obviously, the Knicks are the much bigger market team. They're the team of New York and everything. But like I said, you got to think like Kevin Durant. He doesn't like the media at all. He, you know, he despises the media. And the media had him and Kyrie linking up. Him and Kyrie are like best buds, by the way, too. They're like best friends. All these players are best buds. Yeah, Yeah. again. (laughs) Do I need to start ranting again? (laughs) Sorry. sorry. Uh, It's like you're triggering me, man. It already seems like like a done deal that Kyrie's going to the Nets. So I think that's an incentive for him to go to the Nets also, as well as the Nets being less of a sort of harsh media where you know it's not going to be as harsh as if you go to the Knicks and to me and then also another thing is Kevin Durant likes to surprise people and like I said a few months ago and stuff everybody was saying Kyrie and uh, Kevin Durant to the Knicks so if he goes to the Nets I think that would be like ha you guys all said uh, we were going to the Knicks we're actually going to the Nets like he was saying that like nobody thought he was going to go to the Warriors 
nobody thought he'd go to the Nets, but he, I think he'll end up doing so. And it just seems like a very Kevin Durant move to go to the Nets. <laughs> well, so. my perspective on this is that I'm trying to look at Kevin Durant as a better, I don't know if I want to say better person than I think he is, but in my mind, I think he wants to, since it's pretty much like we talked about earlier, it's pretty much a done deal. Kyrie Irving is going to be going to Brooklyn for sure. Now, the main reason why I don't have him going to the Warriors is A, he declined that player option, and B, after that, the Warriors are going to offer Clay the max. So, how are they going to pay Kevin Durant now if they're going to give Clay the max? So, and, and if they want to, you the know, the injury, the injury, too right? And the, the and the injury, too. So, there's just too many things for them, you know, to want to re sign Kevin Durant. But I think in Durant's mind, I think he wants to get out since he got so much backlash for going to the Warriors and because they couldn't beat him and he only went there to win a championship and he needed the help. I think he wants to go to New York to prove, or well, technically Brooklyn's in New York too, but he wants to go to the Knicks because I think he wants to prove to everybody that he can do it on his uh, on his own. Now the Knicks have a young core that they're trying to build. You know, they drafted R.J. Barrett and they're trying to get back to credibility after being the worst team in the league last year. And obviously missing out on Zion hurt them a lot as well. So, but yeah, I think Kevin Durant wants to prove to everybody that he can do it on his own and possibly maybe even win a championship on his own, but at least get out of the mold of, you know, my MO is to go join my buddies and try and build a championship team with them. I think he wants to do it on his own. And obviously from the beginning, the Knicks were, a big, you know, they were who everybody thought he was going to go to anyway, and that was where he was probably going to end up. So I, I'm sticking with the Knicks. I know these two over here have switched him over to the Nets, but I'm going to stick to the original and stick with the Knicks. Yeah, I don't have too much to add, and I actually have heard some recent reports that the Knicks are the front runner now, but it's hard. I definitely don't see him going back to the Warriors, not just because of the stuff that was mentioned, but also I've heard that he's really upset with their medical staff over how they handled his injury situation. Cause obviously look what happened in that game. He played in the NBA finals. So it's going to be interesting, but obviously wherever he goes, they won't get any benefit from him this year. But I feel like if he wants to, team up with Kyrie as Zach said apparently they're like all these other guys they're best friends then he would go to the same team that Kyrie is going to go to but if he wants to forge his own legacy and get away from that whole thing that he had to join a super team to win then he would go to the Knicks since they wouldn't have any other superstars but I just I think he's going to go to the Nets though and that's that's why that's what I'm sticking with Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah. Um, now we'll talk about a little bit of current events here before we wrap the show up. Yep. Yeah. Very briefly, talking yep. about current events here. Um, we the United States women's soccer team. They won today against France. Big, big win, beating the host nation. And I was talking with these guys earlier about that going into this World Cup. Obviously, the U.S. was the favorite. They're always the favorite in women's soccer. Quite a contrast from men's soccer. But, um, yeah, they, they were the favorite, and 
it seemed to me that they were talking about that France was probably the biggest, was the next favorite after the United States. Germany was also in the conversation for favorites, but France was definitely in that conversation. And so to get past the French on in Paris, in front of the home country, in front of the host nation, I think they've gotten over the hurdle that they need to get over. And I think, honestly, it should be smooth sailing from here. They have a semifinal matchup against England, which... England has won every single match so far. They have not lost. They've not even had a draw yet. But I just don't think they're as nearly as big of a challenge as France or even maybe Spain, what it was to the U.S. So, and like I said, they've gotten over this hump now of, you know, we were talking early a few podcasts ago about how, oh, should they throw that match against Sweden to avoid this contest against France? But they didn't do that. They took the hard route, and they got over the hump. And honestly, I think it, it, I'd be shocked now if they didn't win the whole thing. Because if, if they lost to France, I would have gone, okay, I can kind of see that. But now there's no doubt in my mind that they should be the winners at the end of this. So, Yep. Uh, and so finally, the last thing we're going to talk about here is Kerry Blackshear. And we've talked about this on like almost every episode of the past five episodes where's he gonna go with the you know he was meeting with a bunch of teams nobody knew and then oh kentucky's the front runner oh now tennessee's the front runner maybe virginia so, tech's back next so he's going to drum roll please Duh. go florida <laughs> florida so, gators uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Another rant coming up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so after all the all the speculation between Tennessee and Kentucky, he goes with Florida. And I feel like this is an instance where, while I don't think we should be as shocked as we are, because Blackshear's camp, so to say, never let out any indications on where he's going. It was all just media speculation. So... You know, kind of like some things they say, like, don't trust the polls and stuff like that for elections. It's kind of similar to this, like, don't trust the reports that you're hearing. Because in some of those things we were reading, the guy said, I have zero personal knowledge, but I think he's going to go to Kentucky. Like, Why, why are you tweeting that? Zero <laughs> personal, if you, have, you know, so it's just like we all got kind Florida of was in the talks, too. Bit. They were, I mean, he got a visit by Florida. If he didn't get it, if he didn't visit Florida, it'd be like, whoa, like, like, yeah. you know, he was, so he visited Florida at least. But as far as that, we only knew the places he visited and that was it. And then other than that, it was just people speculating, oh, I think he's going to go to Kentucky. Oh, I think he's Tennessee. And we never really knew where he wanted to go. And that's why I think we didn't talk about Florida so much, but I guess all along it was where he wanted to end up, and it's going to be an interesting college basketball season. Like you know, this changes the SEC for sure. Uh, but that's He's out uh, of the ACC. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes it easier for the the Tar Heels. <laughs> yeah. So, but that that'll wrap things up, guys. Thank you all for listening. And like we said earlier in the in the episode, make sure you guys go on Twitter. And vote for which one of us you agree with the most on our free agency picks. I assume most of you will pick uh, your favorite based on who we voted for at the end to go to with Kawhi and KD. 
rather than like the I'm trying to think of those like an Al Horford or Paul well, I Millsap. Kawhi, I think Kawhi was the only pick where all three of us were different. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, yeah, so you know, just weigh in on that. It'll be interesting. We, we'll have like a little competition going, seeing who the fans vote for as the most uh, as the best predictions, and then we'll get the real results once everybody signs. So we'll talk about the signings on a future episode, but and then after that, after we talk about those future signings, we'll start a start transitioning into more NFL and college talk, or college and fantasy talk, I should say, because fantasy football is coming up around the corner, guys. It's almost July. The league, <laughs> the, the league is coming back. And if you're uh, if you're my dad, you would have been starting mock drafts after the real NFL draft. <laughs> so I know he's really. I I don't think I've even renewed the league yet. So, yeah. <laughs> for those, for, I'm the commissioner, by the way, for everybody. So, yeah. but I don't even think I've renewed the league yet. So, yeah. but it's getting it's getting closer. So, I'm starting to, you know, I'm following some fantasy football people on Twitter, and I see that they're starting to talk about it. So, we'll transition to that. We'll transition to general NFL talk too, but. Uh, as far as NBA goes, after free agency passes, it should settle down and we'll sort of transition into our football talk. So that's just some updates for the future for you guys. And like I said, thank you to everybody listening. Make sure to vote on Twitter and have a great rest of your day. Bye, guys. Peace.